Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Paralegal Voice here on Legal Talk Network. I'm Carl Morrison, a certified paralegal devoted to law and your host of the Paralegal Voice. I'm a certified paralegal and paralegal educator, and I'm devoted to not only the paralegal profession, but to all legal professionals, from legal support professionals to paralegals and to those whom we support, attorneys. I'm devoted to helping others enhance their passion and dedication for the paralegal profession through entertaining and engaging interviews. Before we begin, we would like to thank our sponsor, NALA. NALA, the Paralegal Association, is a professional association for paralegals providing continuing education and professional certification programs for paralegals at NALA.org. NALA is a force in the promotion and advancement of the paralegal profession and has been a sponsor of the Paralegal Voice since our very first show. And CourtFiling.net. CourtFiling.net is your solution for electronic filing in California, Illinois, Indiana, and Texas, and provides a better e-filing experience so you can spend more time helping clients. Visit CourtFiling.net to see how you can e-file court documents with ease. And also, Thomson Reuters Firm Central, cloud-based legal practice management that streamlines your day and automates non-millable administrative tasks so you can accomplish more with less. And finally, ServeNow, a nationwide network of trusted pre-screened process servers. Work with the most professional process servers who have experience with high-volume serves, who embrace technology, and understand the litigation process. Visit ServeNow.com to learn more. The goal of the Paralegal Voice is to discuss a wide range of topics important to the paralegal industry and share with you leading trends, significant developments, and resources you'll find helpful in your career and everyday job. My guests will be engaging and informational with, of course, a little bit of fun thrown in. Today, my guest is Aaron Levine of HelloDivorce.com. Aaron, I'm really excited to have you on the show today. I recently ran across uh, this individual, Aaron, on Twitter, and her Twitter handle was at HelloDivorce with a catchphrase of, quote, making law more human and accessible, end quote. And I thought, wow, what an eye-catching Twitter handle. I was like, okay, this just, this individual really, I gotta, I gotta follow her. And then, of course, I started following her, and one of her tweets popped up that said, who is the sexiest paralegal we know? By sexy, I mean charming, smart, engaging, and convincing, question mark. It's time for a spokesperson for that profession. We got to convince the young ones that it's still viable and paralegals are still needed, even with AI and auto and their job is more fun these days. Of course, I was like, well, she must be talking about me, right? (laughs) You know, she got to be talking about me. Well, actually, no, she's not talking about me. She's talking about all of us. And I was really blown away. And I say that Erin is a woman after my own heart. She's what I think is a fellow law nerd. She may correct me on that, but um, she loves the concept of technology assisting and really working for the legal professional and not the other way around. And I knew I had to have Aaron on the show. So I immediately reached out to Aaron. And of course, any paralegal worth their weight and salt is going to know to do the research on the person they want to connect with. And of course, I had to start doing a deep dive on you. Uh Uh-oh, right, Aaron, you know? But don't worry. I didn't contact any of your sorority sisters and get all the dirt. So I'm really excited to have you on the show today. So thank you, Aaron, for being here. Thank you, 
Carl. I am very happy to be here. Thank you for that generous introduction. And I am definitely a fellow law nerd. Oh, good. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) I just think most lawyers and, you know, legal professionals, paralegals like myself, we're just all law nerds. And I have found that not everybody's quite as nerdy or geeks out on law as some of us. So glad to hear you're a fellow law nerd. So great. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So instead of me sharing with the listeners all about you and, and hearing it from my voice, why don't you share with the listeners a little bit about yourself? So tell us your background and tell us who is Aaron Levine? Sure. Well, I am a family law attorney. I have been practicing for almost 15 years, which I think Carl would consider a newbie, but um, (laughs) I have some experience behind me. I am a certified family law specialist in the state of California, and I own a law firm in the Bay Area. It's called Levine Family Law Group. We have seven awesome attorneys and a whole team of paralegals and staff. And I recently, as in about 18 months ago, launched an online divorce platform, as you mentioned, hellodivorce.com, where we offer a range of cost-effective flat fee and subscription services to, at this point, Californians who are going through the divorce process. But we have an app launching in just about a week And it will set me up to be able to launch in other states as well. So a lot happening right now. I, like I said, I'm a total nerd when it comes to law, but the same thing applies for technology too. And I'm also a mom of two girls, Mia and Zoe, who are four and seven. Oh, fantastic. I'm sure they keep you uh, very occupied at that age. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They are busy. Um, We call Zoe, instead of bossy, we tell people that she is practicing her executive leadership skills, and um, (laughs) that usually gets people to shut up pretty quickly, so... (laughs) So she's going to be a lawyer, right? You're you're just going to go Probably. ahead and. and <laughs> so okay, so you you mentioned a little bit about HelloDivorce.com. So what was the concept? What kind of drove you to create this online platform called HelloDivorce.com? Right. Well, there were a lot of motivations. One was that I was just simply bored. I got pretty good at practicing law and litigating, and I was definitely looking for a new challenge. Another big driver was I think the cost of legal has gotten out of hand. The average divorce in the U.S. costs $18,000 per person if you don't have children and $27,000 per person if you do. Wow. So, Most people, as we know, can't afford that or don't want to leverage everything they have to be able to pay those kind of fees. And I don't blame lawyers, or at least not entirely, because it's how we were taught to practice. Or actually, we weren't really taught how to practice in law school. And so we didn't understand how we can do this in a cost-effective way. And I had clients and people in our community who were asking for more do-it-yourself services, or they wanted to play a bigger role in the legal process. And 
the way we had the law firm set up, it would not have been cost effective for them. And it wouldn't have been a big moneymaker for us because of our overhead. And so I had to take a bigger dive into seeing how we could provide these services in a way that made sense for everyone. You know, so that's kind of the impetus for Hello Divorce. The other strong motivator for me was that I myself was involved in a criminal action, not as the defendant, but as a witness, as a teen. I was also a plaintiff in an action. I found the legal process to be disempowering, confusing, scary, all of these terrible things. And I really wanted to serve more as a tour guide of sorts. I wanted to figure out a way where I could capitalize on what I'm best at, which is really helping people navigate a very tricky process and move on to that next better version of themselves. So it seems like a good time, especially with so much attention on legal technology, to try something new. It's really, it sounds a lot like, you know, the big push across the country and what you hear and and what I've heard a lot, especially on on the West Coast here, is a lot about the better access to justice. Am I right? Yes, absolutely. I think that we want to provide more bang for the buck, that we are so used to lawyers being able to drive the process and the price. And what's happening is consumers are getting much more demanding. They're getting much more wise. And they're saying, hey, I'm going to push back a little bit on this billable hour. I want to see what more you can provide me. And that got me very interested. Which is fantastic. I love it. And I love the the concept of your online platform. So let me ask you, you know, I'm assuming when, you know, you have a potential client that utilizes your services through the platform that there's a conflict check, you know, of course, that ever-present ethical issue of attorney-client privilege, you know, I'm assuming that you have some sort of conflict check to, you know, ensure that you're not representing or, or assisting both sides of a divorce. Am I right? You are right. Ethical issues, not just the attorney-client potential conflict, but ethical issues in general are what keep me up at night and wake me up in the morning. Because as you know, anytime you try something new or outside the box or that challenges the status quo, especially in the legal profession, all eyes are on you to ensure that you are complying. So I think To answer this question, I think what would be helpful is that I back up a little bit and tell you a little bit more about how the platform works. Okay. So what happens is that users come to the platform and they can sign up for a free account. And with that free account, they get access to loads of resources and tools. So as an example, and this is all free, There is a glossary which translates legal ease into plain English. There are legal flow charts. There is a child support calculator and lots of articles written by lots of very smart professionals, especially paralegals, uh, that users can take a look at. With that free membership, they get a 15-minute consultation. And that consultation is not necessarily done by a lawyer. It's done by someone 
a staff member oftentimes on the Hello Divorce team. In that consultation, we learn a little bit about the person, whether they're the one who's filing for divorce or whether they're responding to a divorce, whether they think the action is going to be amicable, whether they are a good candidate for mediation. And we get a good sense for whether or not Hello Divorce is going to be able to help them because we do not offer full representation through the platform. And so somebody who is experiencing violence from their spouse or when there's like a very big power imbalance, that would not be a good candidate for Hello Divorce. Fortunately, we seem to be attracting, you know, pretty much the exact clientele that we should be working with. So we're doing something right on that level. I'd love to see a lot more people come to the site, but we're working on that too. So once they've had that consultation, they get the opportunity to choose what level of service they want. And the most popular service is what we call the divorce with benefits. And that service is done by a legal document assistant. So in California and some other states, there are legal document assistants who actually don't practice or aren't regulated by the State Bar Association. Rather, they are regulated by the Business and Professionals Code. So what we did there is we took my paralegals, one of whom has been working with me since I started practicing law for the last 14 years, and we had them certified as legal document assistants. And they are able to walk the client through the entire divorce process and prepare and file all of the divorce documents. Another service that we have, which is also quite popular, is our DIY divorce. This is the divorce where people are using our platform, our form generating software, our instructional videos, and soon our application to walk themselves through the divorce process. So with that DIY divorce, we actually don't need to do a conflict check. Both parties can be using the DIY divorce because no lawyer or no staff member has contact with them, except in the rare instance where there's a technical issue. When we get to a paralegal or a lawyer-assisted divorce, or if someone purchases an a la carte service, let's say to have us review and revise their divorce judgment as an example, that's when we do a conflict check. And we're checking both within the Hello Divorce system, but also within the law firms or within the records of the law firms and the contract lawyers that work with Hello Divorce clientele. So it sounds like the and correct me if I'm wrong, the process of the HelloDivorce.com is really not a filter, but it's there to help guide the litigant in the direction. And you're there and your your staff, your paralegals are there to help guide the individual in the route that they need to go. And sometimes it sounds like they will need an actual attorney to help them with the more complicated divorce matters. Exactly. What we're trying to do is allow lawyers to do what they enjoy and what they're best at, which is problem solving and determining if there are any real legal issues that the client needs to be aware of. But the forms themselves, those are best handled by our paralegals and our document assistants. 
And the processing and the filing is best done by our paralegals and document assistants, partially because they are the ones who've now developed relationships with the court clerks and the process servers and the notaries and all of the other professionals that go into divorce. So it makes it far more cost-effective and far more efficient for, in most cases, the client to start with the paralegal and then move to the lawyer if necessary and if they can afford it. Right. Great. I love it. So, and I love the fact that you're using the word paralegals a lot and utilizing paralegals and it makes my heart leap. So you mentioned a little bit of how you utilize your paralegals in your family law practice. So you were also mentioning about your app that you've got, this particular app that you're developing. While you've been working out the process, and I'll tell you, I have seen some of your photos on your Twitter uh, thread of how you were working out giant board with post notes. It was very impressive, I have to say. So have you (laughs) collaborated with your paralegals on the app and the best processes that you're developing for these, these clients that will use the app? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. In fact, I think I have collaborated more with my paralegals than other lawyers. And at least when it comes to the development of the app and the form generating software and the instructional videos. And there's a few reasons for that. Number one is, and I don't know if this is a characteristic across the profession or just the paralegals that I happen to surround myself with, but they have this incredible attention to detail and I'm a big picture person. So they're catching spelling and grammatical errors. And they're also catching when I'm missing steps or like I'm getting too complicated and not thinking about how a consumer who knows nothing about law would you know, understand or be able to work through the process. So that's number one. Number two is at least with the paralegals, I surround myself with, they tend to have really type A personalities. So they are driven to try something new, to stay committed and to finish it. And one of the most frustrating complaints I have about some lawyers is that they love to start big projects, but get too distracted with all the day-to-day work on cases that it never actually gets done. So my paralegals have kept me on task and they've just done an excellent job at helping me to simplify the divorce process, which is not easy given the fact that it's quite complicated in most states. And then finally, I think we underutilize paralegals, which was part of my comment on Twitter, why I was saying, hey, we need someone sexy and cool to come out and speak on behalf of paralegals. This is, of course, before I knew that you had your podcast, which I now... a huge fan of. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. This is, it's funny because I mentioned it to Shelly, one of my paralegals, and she's like, of course I know about it. And I was like, <laughs> what is this, the secret that we don't get to know? Like, you talk about us and like, I never get to hear, but it was, it was really cute that she <laughs> like hadn't known about it and that she's a listener. I suspect Kim, um, my other paralegal who's been practicing for decades is also familiar with it. But in terms of being underutilized, I think that with law taking a turn and with people and 
lawyers really trying to develop consumer-facing products that are not just services, but have a product component to them, there's no better resource than a paralegal. I really like to see paralegals thinking beyond the faxing and paperwork, because yes, we still do a lot of faxing, and the scanning and sending letters or you know, filing away documents. Like paralegals know our clients and they know the lawyers. So they really have this huge opportunity to help in the creation of this new, you know, legal system and legal service delivery. It's another way to to help individuals navigate, you know, the waters of the legal system. And paralegals do play a huge part in it. And you were mentioning that you don't know if it's all paralegals or the paralegals you surround yourself with, but I'll tell you, most paralegals are very detail-driven. They are way type A personalities. I'm a way A <laughs> when it comes to that type personality. I love it. And that's what we're we're trained to do is we're trained to be the support to you attorneys to help you guys not get lost in the forest, to show you the trees, to help you understand when you get bogged down with a detail that's not relevant. And that's a huge portion and a big thing that paralegals are trained to do in any program that a paralegal goes through. Those are a lot of the skill sets that are that are kind of beat into their head. And you're mentioning about the profession as a whole and its viability. What do you think makes our profession still a very viable profession? I think it is, but I kind of want to hear you as an attorney. What do you think makes our profession still a very viable? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm going to forget something here and then kick myself later, but let me get started. <laughs> okay. So when I was getting ready to start the Hello Divorce Project, I I did a design sprint where I interviewed hundreds of people that had either just been through the divorce process or were in the divorce process or they were thinking about divorce. And one of the questions I asked them was, what is most important to you? And while technology was important to them, There's no doubt, no doubt in any of their minds, and this actually surprised me, that they needed human interaction and human touch. And I suspect this goes long beyond divorce, but that if you look at other consumer-facing areas of law, like bankruptcy or landlord-tenant, while form-generating software is going to be great, it's not enough. The system is just too complicated, and the emotions are just too high to expect that a computer is going to do enough. So I think one very important role of paralegals is to is wellness to a certain extent, is to walk the client through the process and be there to answer questions and to spot when there is or might be a legal issue that a lawyer, that they should be talking to a lawyer about. So that's the first piece. I think, yes, technology is changing. And yes, we are getting a lot more law-based applications that consumers can use. But at least in consumer-facing areas of law, I don't see human interaction going away anytime soon, if at all. Another area that I think is going to be very important is something we touched on a little bit earlier, which is that more and more form-generating software and other AI tools are coming out. 
And most of them, at least many of the ones that I have tried, aren't working. They aren't asking the right types of questions to elicit answers that are going to fill out a form in a way that won't get rejected by the court. And so I see paralegals taking a very big role, if not the lead, in helping to develop these products. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I I mean, I just, I think that paralegals are more important than ever, especially because we have spent a lot of time focusing on the billable hour attorney and these technology-driven solutions. And I say solutions, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? I I don't necessarily know that they are solutions. Um, Yeah. But most people, as I said earlier, fall somewhere in between. They might not be able to afford a lawyer for full representation, or they might not want to spend that kind of money. But a software is not going to get them from point A to point B. And so we need paralegals and we need them more than ever. And not just for the legal help and the processing and filing, but as I said earlier, to help communicate with the client, to help spot legal issues, to help the lawyers be able to focus on what they need to be doing and what clients need to be spending their money on, which is actually doing the problem solving, actually doing the legal work. The rest of it, I think we can all start to be outsourcing more to paralegals, especially as consumer demand pushes more and more on us lawyers to provide flat fee or cost-effective services. I agree, you know, 100% that, you know, technology is not there and and a little bit too much of what I see in, you know, bar journals and and magazines, anything legal news related, where some people are kind of getting up in arms over, you know, AI replacing legal professionals and and technologies taking over the job. I disagree 100% that because you're never going to get rid of the human interaction that is necessary in our particular profession. And technology is a tool. It's not a replacement of an individual in our profession. And you can't automate it 110%. You still have to have a trained legal professional, paralegal attorney to help an individual navigate the legal system. Yeah. So let's take a short commercial break. And when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Aaron. So don't turn that dial. Firm Central cloud-based legal practice management software for solo and small law firms provides a single online location for all of the tools you need to manage client files and perform client work and offers unrivaled integration with Westlaw. With Firm Central, you can securely store and organize documents and case files, manage time tracking and billables, and collaborate with clients through a secure client portal from anywhere there is an internet connection. This episode of The Paralegal Voice is brought to you by courtfiling.net, your solution for electronic filing in California, Illinois, Indiana, and Texas. Courtfiling.net provides a better e-filing experience so you can spend more time helping clients. Because they know that work sometimes happens after hours, courtfiling.net offers 24-7 phone, email, and chat support. Visit courtfiling.net to receive 30 days of unlimited free electronic filings 
and see how you too can e-file court documents with ease. Welcome back. We're talking with Aaron Levine from HelloDivorce.com and all about the paralegal industry and some impacts that we're seeing in the industry. And so what do you think, you know, we were just talking before the break about um, technology and its impact. So Aaron, I'm going to ask you to, you know, gaze into your crystal ball. And when it comes to, you know, artificial intelligence, and the legal industry, what do you see? What do you foresee the future being? Hmm. That is a loaded question, and I could probably <laughs> opine on it for hours. And since I'm told, <laughs> I need to speed up my answers. Um, let, me, <laughs> let me just make a couple comments on it. So okay. I, you know, as I said earlier, I'm really leery of anyone who thinks that they can solve a legal problem with technology only. We are utilizing AI in our app to ensure that we are not asking people questions that don't pertain to them or having them fill out forms that would be rejected by the court. And so I think it is very, very important to have this technology. But I think for the most part, it's just not going to be enough. And I'm very leery of any app, especially in the divorce world or the bankruptcy or even landlord tenant that says, hey, you can get through this legal issue start to finish with just an app. Because what we're talking about with those kind of situations, those kind of legal issues, is not just a form. We're talking about a complicated legal process. And so while some people, I do believe, are going to be able to get through our app start to finish if they have a very, very easy, you know, uncontested divorce, I think the majority of people are going to take us up on our offer to access legal services, either with a paralegal or a lawyer. I don't think that we need to be using lawyers and paralegals as much as we are. I think that this is a great time in both of our professions to start looking about how we can streamline, how we can be more efficient, how we can incorporate wellness into how we talk to our clients. But I really don't believe that technology is going to take our job. I agree. I just don't think it's going to happen. So, you know, our industry ours meaning the paralegal profession, we're still considered a relatively, you know, young profession. You know, we've really only been around formally for 45 plus years. Do you think, do you see with other attorneys that you work with or on, on the other side of cases, do you think that attorneys still don't see the benefit of fully utilizing a paralegal or fully understanding what a paralegal does? Yes. And I think I'm, I've probably been guilty of that as well. I think that there is so much more that paralegals can be offering our practices, and we don't necessarily take advantage of that. I think the best example of lawyers who have done a good job at really utilizing paralegals to the best of their abilities are solo attorneys, right, who are trying to practice law and run a business. 
and they have a million things that need to get done. And so generally in those offices, what we see are paralegals jumping in and doing everything from the bookkeeping to reception, answering the phones and their actual paralegal work. But I think where we're missing, especially in light of the fact, as you said, that so many paralegals are so detail-oriented and so type A, is that they can be helping us to build standard operating procedures within our practices. And those procedures allow for a couple things. Number one is if a staff member takes a leave of absence or leaves for whatever reason, having standard operating procedures really helps us to bring someone on fairly quickly. And the second is by paralegals helping us to develop systems, it allows us as an office to be more of a team, to be able to pick up when someone is overwhelmed. And I really like to encourage that within my own office, that we all know a little bit of everything, such that no one person is handling all of one task because that puts an extraordinary amount of pressure on that person, but also an extraordinary amount of pressure on the office because we're really reliant on that one person. And if they need to step out for whatever reason, we're in trouble. Right. It's You can't work in a silo, you know, and I agree with you 100% when it comes to working in, especially in smaller offices, you have to have a really strong team environment. And I've worked in large law firms in, you know, departments of large law firms. I've worked in midsize and I've worked in small. And one thing that I've been blessed in, in every position I've ever had, and now I work in a corporate environment, which is it really focuses in on this, is I've been blessed to have really strong team, you know, environments. Everyone from the senior partner down to the receptionist, you know, understands that they have roles in an office but they don't work in a silo and that, you know, someone else may need to be cross-trained on how to answer the phones. Someone else maybe need to be cross-trained on, you know, preparing a FedEx label, you know, whatever the, the, the mm-hmm. case may be. Because like you said, it puts a lot of pressure on one person that when they're out and God forbid they're out because they're ill, then work comes to a grinding halt because no one knows how to do fill in the blank. So yeah, I agree with you 100%. You, there, you really have to have a really good, strong team environment in, in an office. It's just so great that you have that unique perspective of having worked in solo, small, mid-sized, corporate. I mean, you bring such a great perspective to the industry and I love it. You know, one thing I was going to say is that I really encourage paralegals who oftentimes are used to taking the back seat to step forward. And if there's a skill that you enjoy or that you're good at or both, to share that with the lawyers in your firm. Because as lawyers, we're so busy with cases and trying to get that last bit of work done. We're not necessarily thinking about how we can further your career. And when we further your career, it helps us all on so many different levels. And so, you know, make yourself indispensable and remind us about the talent that you bring, which is far more important than just focusing on knowing one law or how to argue that law in court. When you can bring a new perspective and think creatively about things like marketing, that's going to be incredibly important to the office. 
You know, Aaron, I think you and I need to do a CLE for a bar, county bar, state bar, where we've got a captive audience of, of attorneys on how to properly use a, a paralegal. I think that's how we can maybe rectify that problem. So I'm going to have to, you know, think about that. That's some way that to get out the message to attorneys on there's a lot more on properly utilizing a paralegal. So, okay. I love that. You know, I love that idea. <laughs> I think we should do it. And it will allow okay. me to think more about it. So I think that's great. Plus, yeah. I need to start connecting with paralegals in other states. So it's a win-win. Good, yay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to circle back to the app, your Hello Divorce app. And okay, listeners, I'm not a paid spokesperson, you know, so don't think I'm selling it. But <laughs> I, I want to talk about a little bit about this DIY type software, you know, self-serve websites. Do you think it's going to have a positive impact on the paralegal profession instead of a negative? What do you think it'll have a positive impact? I do. Personally, I do. And I can tell you that the lawyers are sending a lot more hate mail than paralegals because <laughs> at least at least the way Hello Divorce works. And I want to let you know that the vast majority, like the vast majority of the people who use Hello Divorce are getting through their divorce start to finish. So we are not like most divorce technology sites where really we're covering as a lawyer referral service. That's not it at all. We really want people to be able to use our site start to finish. And the vast majority of our services that we offer at Hello Divorce are do it for you and they're done by paralegals. So I've actually had to increase the number of paralegals that I have in my office, not decrease, even though I've brought on form generating software and other things that you'd ordinarily think that a paralegal would do. So I do think there's going to be fear. I do think it's going to take a time of adjustment, but this is precisely why I went on Twitter and did this huge call out for paralegals because I think they're more important than ever. I really do. Totally. When I saw that tweet, I was just like, I fell in love with you, Aaron. I thought, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. <laughs> a An attorney is out there putting out a major call to my profession and putting a call out to the rest of the the attorneys in across the Twitterverse that you got to use paralegals, which I, I just I can't say enough. So thank you for on behalf of my what I call my brothers and sisters in law in law. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for that. So yeah. <laughs> so as to your soon to be released app that you've got. Um, coming out. Do you have plans to broaden the horizons in the way of expanding into other areas of law? Do you practice only in family? I know you you said you have a specialty in family law. Do you work in any other areas? Do you foresee broadening or or collaborating with other attorneys, paralegals in other areas in California? Yeah. Well, I, I would love to. Right now I have my hands full with divorce because I definitely <laughs> want to expand in the other states and I'm finding that it's quite challenging but I also am working on another platform, which is called Love in Real Life. And it's a platform that people can go to to learn and understand the laws that pertain to you when you get married. And if people want to opt out of the default marital laws, they can craft their own prenup on the site that is ultimately reviewed and revised by a lawyer and certified. 
So that I is love that. another project I'm working on, but um, I, I don't think you'll see me launch anything outside of the family law world, but you may see me collaborating or consulting on, on something else. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I love that concept of, you know, doing the before marriage, the prenup aspect. Um, I think that's also uh, an under represented, underutilized area that definitely certain individuals could use help with. So I, I love it. That's fantastic. So I know Thank we're kind of running out of time. You and I could, I, I can tell, if you and I were in person right now, we would be probably talking for the next four hours nonstop. <laughs> it's true. It's totally true. Yeah. <laughs> so I have one last question, and I always have to have a, a fun question for my guests on the show. And so I have to ask you, when I was looking at your full little description on Twitter, it said, quote, ghost out of parties. So I have to know, are, does that mean, are you the first to disappear after you've arrived at a party? What does that mean? <laughs> Not necessarily the first. I call myself an extroverted introvert. I love time on my own and I love socializing, but like I get to a point where I just can't do it anymore. And so oftentimes people, I'll be there for a few hours and then somebody will turn around and it's like, where's Aaron? And I have just kind of taken off usually because somebody's like engrossed in conversation and I don't want to bother them or I just need to get out of there because that's who I am. So, um, <laughs> yeah, um, on occasion, I ghost out of parties. <laughs> <laughs> I love that phrase. I had never heard it before and I love it. Um, people probably say I'm an extrovert. I'm not. I'm an introvert extrovert. I mean, I can do well in a social setting and, and I do like to engage in conversation. I can yammer on forever. People that know me that are listening are going, oh, yeah, Carl can go on forever. I don't ghost out our parties. I almost wind up living at a party because when I'm trying to say goodbye, I'm trying to say goodbye to everybody. So my goodbyes last about an hour. So it's like, you know, um, everyone's already leaving and I'm still there trying to say goodbyes. <laughs> well, that's probably a much more healthier social way to be. I, yeah, <laughs> I think that's great. I think I'm going to take a leaf out of your notebook and try the ghosting out. See if I can like quietly <laughs> just leave, but I don't, not me. I can't do it. <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta leave. You, you want people to leave wanting more. And so yeah, if you there you go. Out, they're going to say, where's Carl? Um, I didn't get to finish that conversation. I want to see that guy again. <laughs> There you go. I love that. Okay, I'm going to do that. <laughs> well, Aaron, thank you so much for joining me today on our show. I've really enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed it. If a listener wanted to get in touch with you, how would they do it? Yeah, so I'm so glad you asked. And I am really interested in meeting and connecting with paralegals in other states, especially as we start to plan our launch in different states. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the handle hello divorce, one word. You can also email me, Erin, that's E R I N, at hellodivorce.com or find me on LinkedIn. Fantastic. And Erin, I'm going to tell you, you have to send at least one or two of your paralegals to the NALA conference that's in July in Phoenix so I can meet them because okay. I want to hear all the stories about Erin. <laughs> Awesome. Well, one of my best friends lives in Phoenix, so I might just have to be there, but I'd love to. Then you need to come. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
So maybe we'll, okay, we'll great. all make that um, conference. I'll take a look at it. And yeah, it sounds great. 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 Thanks again, Aaron. And stay tuned after the break for the listener's voice. That's your segment to share with me and my listeners, your questions and comments. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Nella offers continuing education, professional development, and voluntary certification for all paralegals. The Certified Paralegal Credential has been awarded to more than 19,000 paralegals. The Certified Paralegal Program is also the first paralegal certification program accredited by the National Commission for Certifying Agencies. NALA works actively with all those in the legal field to promote the value of paralegals and to advance paralegal professionalism. Learn more about NALA at www.nala.org. Looking for a process server you can trust? ServeNow.com is a nationwide network of local pre-screen process servers. ServeNow works with the most professional process servers in the industry, connecting your firm with process servers who embrace technology, have experience with high-volume serves, and understand the litigation process and rules of properly effectuating service. Find a pre-screen process server today. Visit www.servenow.com. Welcome back. First, I wanted to share with you some information about NALA's upcoming conference. Join over 300 NALA members for the 2019 NALA Conference and Expo. That's July 11th through the 13th. This year's conference will be held at the luxurious Weston Kierlin Resort and Spa located in Scottsdale, Arizona. This three-day educational event will provide attendees with superior networking opportunities, a chance to earn up to 13 hours of CLE, and over 30 sessions developed to help elevate your paralegal and professional skills. So definitely come find me at the conference. I'm going to be there. I'm planning a little bit something up my sleeve, so don't miss out. Send me a message that you're coming. I would love to hear that you're coming. I'd love to, if I haven't met you, I'd love to meet you. Uh, So definitely Come to NALA's conference in Scottsdale, Arizona, July 11th through the 13th. So I also want to give out a little bit of a shout out to the listeners. Of recent, I've been getting a lot of emails and tweets and messages, direct messages through LinkedIn about the listener's voice and how much you guys are enjoying the show. And it really, it makes me so excited to know that you guys love the show and love what we're doing. And so... I'm thrilled you find it exciting and engaging, and it's really because of you guys, the listeners, that our show made the ABA Journal's Top 100 Web um, in the category of one of the best law podcasts out there. So thank you, listeners, for making the show an ABA Journal Top 100. So for those that are new to the show, maybe this is the first time you've been listening to it, the listener's voice is an opportunity for you as a listener you know, send me an email with any of your questions or your career celebrations, anything like that. I'll read those that want them to be read online. And if there's a particular topic um, that you want a question for me that you want to answer and you'd like for it to be answered on the show or maybe a prior guest that you had listened to, you have a question for them, send me an email and, you know, make your voice, the listener's voice known and heard. So send your email to me at devotedtolaw at gmail.com. That's D-E-V-O-T-E-D, the number two, L-A-W, at gmail.com. 
and I will read through them and we'll get those answered for you. So keep them coming, keep the questions coming, keep the the great words of encouragement and, and messages coming. We really love to see them. And that's all the time we have today for The Paralegal Voice. Again, if you have questions about today's show, please email them to me, or maybe you have a question for Aaron Levine. Um, Send them to me at devotedtolaw at gmail.com. And of course, stay tuned for more information in upcoming podcasts for exciting paralegal trends, news, and engaging and fun interviews from leading paralegals and other leading legal professionals. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, or subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Song. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.